I have something I need to ask you guys about. Honest opinions. Okay. Am I a really bad singer? I don't know. Um, you know. Like, I know, I know I'm not good, but I'm like, am I offensively uh, bad? Pitch? <laughs> Key? What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 101. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today, two sophisticated siblings whose ability to complain about button mapping never needs a cooldown. Dave Grimma. That's me. Hey, Dick Colonna. That's me. That is relevant to my conversation. Oh, boy. Point. But I just don't know why you guys get angry about it. Look. I want to jump with L2. That's just Here, who I am. Here's the, if you want to open old wounds on the pod, that's fine. Just don't start by attacking us. I think that's a little childish and unexpected. Oh, he pulled out the child this way. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we're talking about cooldowns specifically because we played Children of Mortar. The Children of Mortar. That's how you gotta you gotta really Shakespeare it up. You gotta uh, like Shakespeare. Sorry. Let yeah. me try it again. <clears throat> Children of Mortar. Is that better? Is it a question? That's how you become Shakespearean, is everything becomes a question. Yeah. That's, that's, you're that's, always a secret, that's a secret it. part of iambic pentameter that they don't really um, tell you about. What do they call it? A vocal subtext. fry when you when you have it go up at the end? I is it a vocal so. fry? It sounds like it should. Yeah. Yes. It is. Exactly. But anyway, mm-hmm. Children of Morta, developed by Dead Mage, published by 11-Bit Studios, who secretly becoming like one of my favorite publishers. They're pretty that. solid, dude. Secretly they had this, they had Moonlighter. Moonlighter. <laughs> Moonlighter was so good. What's that? Oh, you, you talk about how everything sounds like a question? Yeah, it's also, it's also <laughs> it, he said it, you said it almost like Valley Girl-like, though, at the same time. They're, be- they're kind of becoming like my favorite publisher. Like, oh my no god, deal. they're so good. I kind of have a crush so, on them. Don't tell so them, hot please. Right now. <laughs> so hot right now. You know who else is hot right now? Dave Gremma. Dave, how are you? I did it, guys. Which um, you? Oh, you did do it. I did it. I beat Red Dead Redemption 2. I have so pr- closed whoa, the chapter. Whoa, I, have, I have uninstalled it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's out. It's out. It's, I'm it's ready, out of your I'm system. ready to download another big game <laughs> wait you don't want to do something small in between like no i, I think these games are small in between i need oh, to small. i gotta go so, that's such a good point this is the breather game yeah, this is, we we have the break we've created the break game usually you gotta go find it yeah nope this is it this is the, we've created the buffer zone yeah. that's why it's important to stick to a 10 hour roll Hey, Fellas. I tried i did <laughs> actually stick to a 10 hour rule by the way dave true. tell but, yeah. us about red dead <laughs> It's it was so good. Like, and I yeah. felt like, and I spoke to Mark about this briefly, but I feel like my year long hiatus, um, and it was a, it was over a year. My last save before I started playing again was in January of nineteen of nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Did you now when you saw that timestamp? Were you like, wow? Yeah. <laughs> Things that, have changed. I, I was like, wow. I played a lot of Overwatch, but. I was yeah. like, <laughs> But, uh, like, what year did that come, did that come out? Twenty seventeen? Because I think that was the God of, that was the God of War year. So it may, it it a, may have been yes. uh, January eighteen. Eighteen, because um, the year before that was yeah. Horizon. It, and it's so funny because today I saw on the news on Twitter anyway, the Twitter news is that uh, now Red Dead's on Xbox Game Pass, and it's at that stage of its life. Yeah. Mm. It was. It was. But it was so good. Like I, yes. I picked it up. I went, and I just played. As 
Arthur the way I think he should have been. And, and I just, I really liked what they did with, with Arthur. I just felt like his story arc was was really beautifully told. You know? Can I ask Do you, you think... Wait, but I'll let you ask your question first, Dan. Thank you, Mark. Question. Because I appreciate that. Um, did it enrich your memory of Red Dead or Redemption? Like, did you go like, oh, I don't, man. When I finished it and I finished the epilogue yeah. and everything, I kind of wanted to mm. play Red, Red Dead Redemption again. Nice. Because mm. I wanted to, to see what John Marston's um, motives were really about. And to, I you know, because like, I felt differently about all the other characters because when you because like dutch is just like a big bad in mm-hmm. in red dead redemption you know what i mean like you don't know yeah, he was like you, you had no why. question he had to die there's yeah. no question kill dutch yeah cool but i was gonna ask like gonna ask? do you think because the only i i really liked it too but the only thing and i i think your huge break definitely was a smart move because i i remember from my experience it was just I was like, I just, I'm ready to move on to a different game, but I want to finish it, so let me just plow through, and then turn into like thirty hours of plowing, mm-hmm. giggity. Um, Come on, <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of Family Guy joke are you trying to pull here, sir? <laughs> but I feel like that. It, do you think the arc felt, or at least what ends up happening to him, feels so impactful because you spent so much time with him? I mean, like, do you think it could have been? slimmer and still like i i feel like there are certain sections of the game i'm like this this could literally have not been in there and it would have been fine well like one particular thing where you take a trip without getting into anything to, uh, to another place and come back i felt like that's cool i don't know if that needed to be in it you're talking about with the native americans no the um uh, you go to, to a different lo- a locale you know you're so you when, you, a- when you wind up on the island yeah I guess we, that's another story. I mean, I, I, I don't think that that's a big storyline. No, yeah, I don't know anything about the game. You know, and that do I think that that was necessary? I think it's a turning point for some characters. I think it's necessary. I guess it comes down to, it's like that whole idea of, you know, like people say, oh, this, you know, an RPG is a battle is epic. And it's it feels epic just because it's time consuming rather than, mm-hmm. you know, like back and forth. Like that's the one that I, I like, I felt, really strongly about Arthur. I like, I remember starting off the game. I'm like, ah, you know, Arthur is not as good as John Morrison as a main character. But by the end, I was like, oh, it's not even close. No, it's not even close. Arthur's way better better of a character. He's got way more depth. He's got way more appeal. And he's like, John almost feels like, yeah, he's got a lot handed to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause they're just kind of crazy. You know, I think epilogue necessary, unnecessary. I like it. I think it was. Well, I think I needed it. I needed it. You, like you, you said, it could have been a thirty dollars TLC. I would have been mad to pay for that. But you would have. <laughs> um, I would have. No, I probably wouldn't have. There's a lot of DLCs really? they don't I buy. Guess thirty dollars. That's, that's a lot of money for a DLC. Come on. And I don't yeah, think there's like enough, I don't think there's that much content there. I think you you oversold me on how much epilogue like there was maybe it just felt different to me because i was like okay because yeah, you felt like over, it was dragging just keep, also just mr trophies over here like you planned it right no no you didn't you have to do you have it's to get a, like a, I, it's like I, I was curious just the other night be like what would it take to platinum this, this game and it's the, all the online stuff and the um platinum t- the time to plat if you will is like 300 hours <laughs> yeah wow so ridiculous. and how much time did you put into it mark 
70. Okay, Dave. 40, I have 50. no idea how much time I put in the game. If there's no clock. I, I mean, see, that's a sneaky next-gen feature I'm really hoping for. Like, like well, that's Steam. all. Next-gen, Dave, wouldn't you say that it's already existing on the Switch? Because <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's like one of those quality of life things, I think, that exists already. They just need to put that in there. Like, I would love to know. Okay, that's my hour amount. Because but it doesn't account for game nap times, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you just yeah, have like, game naps? Come on. <laughs> well, you know, if you put it in. <laughs> playing, you're playing God of War. It's boring. Take a game nap. No problem. Wake back oh, up. Fresh. Start again. See, now that's, the guess, the next bit. I think I only did well, that when I had, when I unknowingly had, uh, what's it called? Uh, mono. But now, you know, fall asleep. I love, I love this era of Dave. The Sam Darnold disease. We're just <laughs> like, I was like playing Kingdom Hearts, and then I would just fall asleep. Like, what, sore is in one place. Uh, what a, what a pure existence. <laughs> <laughs> just playing Kingdom Hearts, falling asleep. And no well, repercussions. I was gonna say, Dave. what's the next big chunky thing of Dave's gaming life now that he's over Overwatch? But I know the answer. The answer is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hold do on. I go in straight into seven or do I play yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn first? That's my question. Oh. I well, mean, all right. I so, want I want you to play. You want let me, play, Dave, let me, let me put it to you this way, dude. Seven, a uh, seven. Um, hold Horizon. on. Red Dead Redemption Two is so similar in structure to uh, Horizon oh, Zero Dawn that you I might that. want to take a break in between somehow. Okay. Although um, it controls way better. It controls better, I, but I the game flow is the same. Go get quests. You're in a world, ride the it's horse. True. You know, I mean, it's, unless you want more of that right now, then go for it. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe you want something different in between. We'll, we'll change your pace. I think I need mm-hmm. to I need to get to the end of FF7 anyway, to just to have, it's, to give Mark someone to talk to you about. Yeah, we have to Thank have an episode of the podcast where we could talk about it. A you spoiler? Know. A spoiler? Mode? We'd have spoiler to cast. say that, right? We could do like a bonus episode. Well, let's figure that out. But figure I mean, yeah. Once both of us beat Final Fantasy VII, a forty-hour game, and then we'll be able to talk about it. Yeah, seriously. It's not sure. But what do you want to talk about now, Dan? Oh man, uh, let's see. What have I been playing? I don't know. Uh, well, Children of Morta was actually besides Animal Crossing, <laughs> it's pretty much my main jam right now. Um, I'm going to beat Mega Man X three for the first time ever. Is that the bad one or is that the It's not one? the great one. I'll say X7 and 8 are the ones that are debatably good and bad. But um, I played X3 on my stream after beating Mario World for the first time ever. I also beat that. It's been like a weird You never time. beat Super Mario World? Never beat it. Played a lot of it. Never wow. beat it. Yeah, I never had the Super Nintendo. Oh, right. Remember, that, this is like the, the Genesis I had code. the Gen- I chose Sega until Dreamcast died. It does what Nintendo. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm playing FF7. I'm getting finally. I'm getting into it. Like it took me a minute, but I just did chapter four, and I don't want to say what it is because it's you know, I, like you said, it's still kind of spoilery. Well, it's, but, still, it's still in that way. But I see what you're saying, Mark. It's a good game. <laughs> it's really it's good fun, game. and it's good it plays game. well. It's yeah. So I'm finally starting to sink my teeth into it. Well, um, but I am stoked that we found. Um, Remnant from the Ashes. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all, but yeah, well, we finally found a co-op. I feel like that's my biggest. <laughs> I know I've been hopping around right now, but I feel like that's my biggest thing because it took us a long time. It to, did to find a game that we could play for more than ten minutes. Like Overcooked is cool. We love that. It's fine. Chicken Horse is great, but that's you know, I mean, we get like an hour and a half out of that tops. Yeah, it's like a meaty campaign that we can sink our teeth into and just play. And, and just it's just play. so, it's interesting how it, it's a game where it's blatantly just, it's like, ah, oh, we have all these assets. Let's just make another game out of them. 
and I don't mind it. I see, it's funny because I, don't I didn't see that. I didn't see because I don't. I didn't play Dark Souls three. You but say you're saying blatant, but if you've never played those games, then it's not so well, blatant. But, How but blatant I see that we're, I'm none the wiser. Yeah, nor nor I, Sir Dave. No, but see, like I don't even think it matters if you're none the wiser. But it's like I I would actually not even care if more games did this. Like oh. just you have it, just use it again. That's fine. Yeah, see, that's the, nice. the thing the thing is, I didn't. I guess the word blatant comes off as well to me. I guess it, I I would use a different word there because it comes off as like. They're blatantly reusing it. They don't care. But I think what you really mean is that they're smartly reusing they're it. Being economic. Uh, right. I mean, literally the mat, like that. When we hit that church part. There's a that, tr- that was funny because you were like, "This is the same." It's like, literally the same. It's I'm like, like the it's same gotta be similar. Like, somebody no, says the same. It's, it's literally like, okay. the same. <laughs> That's and, funny to me. And it, uh, Flister, I'm sorry. Even the inside? We moved. We moved too quick. Uh, Remnant: Colon from the Ashes and Dark Souls Three, made by the same studio. Basically, it just uses the same maps, basically. But they're yeah, two well, different games. Well, you s- all of them are just like the church. Um, no, there's just the layouts of certain areas okay. are very similar, okay. I'll say. So I will say the art style kind of carried over with it, too, because I yeah. like the art style from Darksiders, and it's clearly made by the same people, and yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it's fine. It's just like, I, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, and again, Dave and I, we don't know nothing. So it's like, yeah, new game. If we ever go play Darksiders, we're going to say, hey, they used Darkside, they used Remnant Ashes <laughs> yeah. in Darksiders. <laughs> Remnant Ashes. <laughs> Remnant Ashes, Darksidersassets.com. But, I mean, that's it, man. I've been hopping around a lot lately. I really do need to focus on Final Fantasy VII. Though, you really I do. I, but I see, I feel it now, too. Because of all people, my friend Becky is like, hey, you beat Final Fantasy VII yet? I'm like, excuse me. When mm-hmm. did you become the RPG connoisseur? But she connoisseur. She's, she got into it and she's like, yep, I'm obsessed with this game. And yeah, and for the I'll, I'll, I'll take the baton because I have two quick updates. One is that, yeah, I, I finished it, I platinumed it, and as, you know, it's been actually a while since we had episode 100 between us, so we had like a good, good chunk of weeks. Mm-hmm. But as you guys know, I loved it, I was obsessed with it, and I was like, oh, you know, I know people don't like the ending, but I can't see how it's that big of a deal. And then I got to that ending, and I was like, ooh, I understand why people people got their their kerchiefs ruffled. The gamers are mad, and the gamers And I totally understand why, and I have gone through my own personal journey with it. I've thought, I've mulled, I've engaged in forum conversations. I've watched some some videos of people musing about it, and it's probably just like, you know, I can't. I want to like it so bad that I just sold myself on it. But I legitimately feel, really think about it, gutsy, really interesting direction to do it. And I respect it. I respect no, what me, they did with that ending. Let me not ask to get into spoilers. Not get into I just spoilers. I have to ask you how much of the story does this make it a different game? I can't like, answer these questions. All right, I just I need can't. to know. That's so I, I, I need to, to know your thoughts on it. That's why I need you both to beat it. If there was all, if there was some way I could know for myself without you telling me, it's just so I can't. I can't. Anything I feel I could say, just I just. just to, all right, let me let me re let me just like set the stage for my thoughts. I'm surprised to think that that's even a possibility. That's- exactly, and that's what's so interesting about the game. It's 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 one thing for 95, percent and then it's suddenly this thing happens. You're like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing, and it was just like, oh, it it totally just puts a whole 
whole different. I see. I don't even want to get into it because I feel like all it's right, spoiling. Right, I get that, but I it, that's I'll just let the, you end it by saying one, it's surprising. Well, the one thing I'll add to it, and I think this is definitely something that if you did not play the original, you wouldn't I, care. I do not. I could because the game is not perfect. It's not a perfect game. There are definitely flaws in it. There are things that feel bloatful. There are things that are uneven. What RPG is not this way? Well, you know, it's kind of almost like, oh, did this really need... Yeah, but they're, they're, I definitely agree. But in terms of narrative, I think if you don't... If you haven't played the original and this is so your no going in this cold... no connection to the story. I could totally... You see me like, what the heck? Yeah. What is happening? Okay. Because I think they really do play along with your thoughts of... They're going into it, It's like you under, you know what the story is. They're playing with your expectations yes. of, of what you've got in your head about oh this is the part where oh i can't wait to get to that part and when i i really do think that if you don't if you don't have a context for that the enjoyment level is not going to be the same as if you have played it yeah. so that's why i'm interesting for both of you because you have not played it in a while right how certain things maybe certain things that you guys are not going to harp on than i did but i would love to talk to you, you guys about it but i have See, to wait it's even funnier too because um becky didn't play the old one and so she is that person. That's interesting. So I'm very I curious. Pick her I'm brain very curious bit. to see that when she thinks about the end sequence. Okay, and I think she's fun. curious to talk to me about it. She's in the same boat you are. She's like, Dan, you want to get your ass in gear and yeah, could, uh, could you get on part, there? Pardon my French. There, um, but. but like once you get, I'll say like I loved it until I got to like chapter nine, and then I was like. This is the only thing I ever want to play again. Okay, I thought this you were going to say, and then no. I hated God, it. And it's then I so good. That, that, the middle part <laughs> of that. Um, but, yeah, so loved it. And that was one of the few games, too. I, I platinumed it, and I was like, God, I kind of still want to keep playing this. But literally, mm. I have nothing I can do at this point. Everything's That's upsetting. Fun. A little upsetting. Uh, what also was really upsetting, another game, quickly, I'll just mention. I played I played a few hours of Doom, Doom Eternal. Upsetting? Didn't really care for it. Wow. It really bummed me out. Got it on sale, right? Uh, no, <laughs> it just went on sale. It's on sale for forty bucks or something right now. Well, I, I you know we have we have mutual friends who are who are hyping up and playing it, and I really liked Doom the the reboot that came out in twenty sixteen. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely play it. I was planning on waiting on it, but I was like, ah, eh, let me let me get it. And it's so it was always kind of like arcadey and fast. This feels like twenty sixteen. You mean? Yeah, twenty sixteen. It was like okay. it's it's a different kind of shooter. When I play a shooter, it's okay. Assess the situation. Get yeah. behind cover. Get from this point to this point. Got to take out the threats along the way. Doom, Doom Eternal is like ADHD. If you are not running at full speed, you're dead. It's just that's interesting. There's you have to keep moving. It's because basically, if you're standing still, they're gonna hit you. It doesn't and matter. And that bothers what, you. Well, it just it struck me too because not only is it the movement, it's okay. You have a gun. Every gun has two mods, so it's basically three ways to fire the gun. And you have multiple guns. You have a chainsaw that will release ammo for them. You have a flamethrower that puts enemies on fire. Then if you kill them when they're on fire, they'll release armor. You have a different type of grenade. It's like every and everything is so limited in terms of how much you can use them. You are meant to in every fight go through all these things. You're not meant to just kind of stick with what you feel comfortable with and just use it. You okay. have to kind of go back and forth. This like sounds fun. I just found it so <laughs> hectic I see. that it was just, I don't know, maybe I wasn't in the right mindset for it, but I was like, just, it's I, I couldn't focus. I was like, this, what, it's like, oh, I'm just meant to keep running. Can I ask you then what about this is different than the old one? In I don't, I don't remember it being so 
oh, I have to keep moving, I gotta keep moving, I gotta keep moving, I gotta do this, I gotta run out of the... It's like it was exhausting, every fight. Interesting. It's like, because every fight's almost kind of like an arena. And you're you basically are meant to, and, and it's so clear just the way they designed it. It's like there are health items and armor packs, and everything located around the arena. You are meant to keep running and shooting as you run and getting to all these things, and hopefully you take them out by the end of you running around. Because literally, if you stop and try to get behind cover, they're gonna get you, and you're dead. I got a theory. Mm. I, I think you got sick of it after the first one. Maybe you just don't like that anymore. I don't know. I remember, I remember it sounds the like, same. It, it felt insane, and it felt just like no, no, not in, no, the same. Oh, the same. <laughs> it no. doesn't sound like they've changed that formula that you previously liked. But I remember. Well, I'll say this: the fighting is what it is. Like, but the reason I kind of stopped, and this was definitely not the first one. It's a lot of platforming. Okay. I, I hate first-person platforming. Hate I, that it. I get. Yeah. Especially in Destiny, a game that's not you play a Destiny. Yeah, oh it's God. not a platformer. It's a shooter, yeah. and like you got to grapple walls, and there's a double jump with a dash, air dash, and you get things and. That will reset your your double jump, and I hit this one segment. I was probably like three hours in, where yeah. I must have died like ten times. Like you have to jump around this pillar, and there's like these Mario, you know, like those like uh, flame like stick things that kind of like stick. rotate. Yeah, that like rotate. Like you yeah. have to dodge those. So you have to time the way you jump. And I'm just like, this is miserable. Like I, as much as the shooting freaked me out, like I want to do that again. So I was, it just hit the point. It's like, I'm not. And actually, this was the moment I knew. So my work's been insane lately. I thought you love Dying Light. Dying Light's different though. Dying Light is it oh, adds oh, to platformer. Yep. Yeah, I was, I, was, it, I, was, I, was no. I had to check to make sure it was first person before I questioned it. No, it is <laughs> Dying Light. It dude, like the parkouring is a way to get around, but like if you fall, you're not dead. Like you just have to like move. Like this is like oh you fell, you're in lava now, and you're dead. And uh, so that's actually a great exception. But I and I'll, I'll say this: Dying Light feels way better as a platformer than this does. Like, did that you, feels did like... you like Mirror's Edge? Nah, not really. Okay, I mean, Mirror's Edge is cool, but I think I, do they have man- yeah. like at least ha- do they at least have mantling in uh, that's what it's called, right? Uh, vaulting over vaulting, a corner, yeah, kind like, of thing. In, like uh, so if you kind of make the jump. And dying like yeah, not in Doom. That's what Doom. I'm asking so in Doom because like there was a that was a big quality of life upgrade for from Destiny to Destiny Two. Nah, Doom is just Doom is just like an arcade. It's a fun arcade. It's a I, I can objectively say like I didn't dig it at this point in time, but like it's good shooter. I hated the platform. I just hated it. And wow. I, I remember like I, I really the only time I get to ever play games now is like at night. And I have like a ton of work to do, but I it's like I could have waited. And I was like, do I want to do schoolwork or do I want to play Doom? I kind of want to do schoolwork. I'm like, this is a sign. <laughs> that maybe I should put this down. Um, but what I did put down is the main topic game tonight's main topic. Until now, I don't know. <laughs> Children of Morta. No, 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 no. First of all, sir, it's, 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 it this is my time. Nighttime. And Daytime I get of the to night. S- I get to say it now. Oh, Nighttime okay. is day's time. Children of Mortar is a story-driven action RPG game about an extraordinary family of heroes. Lead the Bergsons, yep, Yep. with all their flaws and virtues against the forthcoming corruption. Will you be able to sacrifice everything to save the ones you care for? This game was very positively reviewed recently in history. came out in September 3rd, 2019, developed, like you said before, by Dead Mage and published by 11-Bit Studios, who also published previous pod episodes, Frostpunk, and we never played Moonlighter for the pod, huh? No, we both talked about it, though. Yeah, 
but we yeah. And but they those, and they made this War of Mine, or were they, they published it? They, yeah, they did. It's right here. I see that on the bundle that they're selling. So that was easy information for me to get. But um, popular user-defined tags for this product are RPG, action, adventure, and I actually did leave two tags out this time. Oh. Maybe it's a sneaky two though. It's like they're the same. Let's just let's just see how the cards fall, guys. Let's just um, do it. I'm gonna go Goopy Shadow. Oh my God, it's right there. I can't go on. Uh, Dave, Linda, <laughs> Linda, That's so funny. Karen. Um, once again, you guys have cheated. Karen. It's action roguelike. Karen's is not one, one of them. No, Karen. <laughs> I'm wondering who the Karen of the group is in this Bergson. No, no, no. They're great. Spoilers. Um, action roguelike is one tag, which I'm astounded. What by. does that mean to you, being a what? Karen? Karen is just like it's a, a, it's, a, it's becoming a derogatory term, so yeah. we should be careful. But okay. it is not a positive thing. Yeah, nobody wants to that. be a Karen. But I feel yeah. like we know what a Karen is. Yeah, we do. Everyone I don't know knows. if I know what <laughs> No, we know what a Karen is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave's like, please, let's dive into it. <clears throat> um, and Indy is the other tag. I feel, don't you, this. do you think anyone going forward has to question themselves before they name, name their kid Karen willingly? I was going to say there is probably I mean, going to be a social dip in the amount of naming. I feel like if you were actually considering Karen as a name, you... Not right now, you wouldn't. You're not aware of the conversation of Karen. It's also very it's also very asinine, I think. I hate it. I feel really bad the about it. The fact that people are upset by it is what boggles my mind. It's like... It, it bothers you? No, it's just like, why would you get upset? Like, okay. Because your name's not Karen. That's why you don't care. Even so, like, if you call somebody Karen, it's like, okay. being a real mark, this kid. Yeah, you're being a real mark. I think if you you made a list of things that people could be called, you should be upset if someone calls you a Karen. That's true. Uh, Like, when stacked up against the other derogatory terms that are lovely. Yeah, let's just, let's just, let's keep things into perspective here. Yes. From that angle, I get it. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It, anyway. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Children um, of Morta. In, in, yeah. In light of hand the baton over Dave, I, uh, I was a real Dan about it. I, you know, I read this from a card. Oh. Again. So please give the listener a, an oh. honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if part. if you were to ask me, Children of Morta mm-hmm. is a story driven. They were right. A story. Totally story driven. Uh, roguelike with different heroes that vary up the gameplay. Each hero has a unique moveset, attack range, and speed, so you can figure out what works for you, but the game deters you from really settling down with one particular character. I have it rated S for sacrifice. Oh, man. Mm. This is a story thing that I have not gotten to yet. Clearly. Oh, sacrifice? Yeah. Well, that spoilers. Was mm. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. We'll, this... we'll be spoiling. Oh, yeah, we will be spoiling. This <laughs> Uh, we're really bad at that. <laughs> we, we, tonight we're just like. <laughs> well, before before we get to spoilers, know. let's. I think this is a game. Well, there is a, a story here. I think the place I want to start is this this hybrid that this game is. It, it walks the fine line between this isometric RPG and being a roguelike, which I think we've had kind of a love and hate relationship with that term over mm-hmm. the course of these mm-hmm. hundred and one episodes. The term, not the gameplay, though. Well, like that's what I want to ask. Like, do you guys? As you played this, did you feel like this felt like it was taking the best of both worlds, or do you feel like it was failing to commit into any particular area where it just kind of uh, what do you want to be? No, I think this is the best of both worlds. This is this has all the things that I like in a game. Mm. Like I, I like I like gaining experience. You know, 
getting stronger sometimes. Like the like here, I like it because th- there are times where I just want to be like, just give me me and all my powers right now, you know. But this game, and like, like, let me figure out how to use them. Yeah, yeah. But this particular game, I think it 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 really paces it out really well, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I the way that it leans you away from staying with the same character by like debuffing people who you use too much and stuff like that, you know. And and the fact that you get abilities that help the other people, mm. you know, as you level them up, really are great reasons to keep varying up the play. Like I never went back to back on the like level to level with with the same person. It was that kind of like similar to your feelings, Dan? Like, did you no. bounce around? Did you feel no? So I I played as John. I'll put it to you this way: I'm in the second area of the first world, oh, and John's geez. level ten. Oh my god, Dan! <laughs> John is level ten right now, and I'm like, he's too strong. I've been playing as him only, so I'm starting to play as Linda now to try to change things up, and she's amazing. I'm mad that I haven't like, yeah, focused on that, her. Why didn't you? Why didn't you Seriously. use Linda? Because you John's, sexist, Dan. No, I, is it because she's John a woman? Needed to, John John needed to succeed. Well, Linda's in the harder area now. I'm using her because she's tougher than John. But mm. John, I needed John. I was like, no, I have to beat this spider's John because this is his fight. So for story reasons, you were like, this is, I just wanted to know that I could use John cause he seemed really viable with the shield and, and all that stuff. So I really wanted him to get stronger too. And I don't think I've actually unlocked the, uh, exhaustion mechanic yet. That's yeah. They only really like exhaust you when you're successful. Got it. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, that, that explains. When you were a failure, Dan, you don't yeah, like, like if you, that. if you are kicking butt as a character they they like debuff that person and like now they only do i don't know they, they're exhausted they encourage you to move on yeah to yeah they're else. like this person's only doing 75 percent of their damage or whatever but linda linda's got 100 percent of her damage and a bow and a ranged bow and an attack bow yeah so they tr- so i like her and you She's know great. i'm getting my feet wet but i spent so much time in this game dealing with the first stage well john just, like, playing is John is sneakily one of the hardest characters to play as. Oh, I would actually cool. agree with that. And it's funny they start you off with him because I, there's the first tutorial area you play where you have to be John. And I remember thinking like, oh, this is kind of clunky. And like, you know, I get it, I have to use his shield. and But his range in terms of his swipes is kind of limited. These enemies are fast. Yeah. And it's just funny then yep. when you start to like all the characters, like, oh, these are all dramatically different in the yeah. terms of the play. But Dan, and did you feel like that the roguelike elements of it were just kind of superfluous? And it oh, really no, they were RPG? great. Hmm. I, I mean, I just enjoyed that about it. I, I was a little frustrated that I couldn't complete some quests in one run because the game gives you subquests. And um, mm-hmm. the one I'm speaking about is, is this uh, quest to save the wolf pup. You got to get three healing items and sometimes they just don't spawn. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and I was a little frustrated by that. So I kind of had to kept going in. To me, like it, it was like they did that because they thought you were going to be hitting your head against the wall. Like trying like, to get it all like done you might have, like in order to, you know, clear the first world and clear the first spider, you're going to, um, you're going to be entering that same world over and over. But like, at least you could be completing things along the way. That's how I felt yeah. about it. I wasn't upset about it. I just more so it was, it was, I guess, I don't say upset. I guess it's just like, oh, I guess it didn't spawn this time, the, the yeah. quest item. Right. That's pretty much where I went with that. But th- that being said, I don't think the roguelike elements took anything away from me. Um, 
it, it definitely kept things feeling fresh enough. And it let, I still had the focus on the enemies, mm. which mm. is really the whole game is just understanding the enemy types you're coming up against. No, knowing what, what their their moves are like so that you can anticipate like when to dodge yeah. and all that. Oh, the spiders are ranged. Let me keep my distance or whatever it is. And so on. Uh, yeah. And then as you can Or not, that, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, to throw my hat in there, yeah, I felt much similar to Dave, where I thought this was just kind of, like, the best of both worlds. Like, every time we play uh, a roguelike, and it, this is this will actually act as a nice foil. We're going to play yeah. uh, Enter the Gungeon later in the year. My things with roguelikes are always the kind of... I like the premise. I like, the you know, the, this is a way to kind of keep things fresh, where there is this sense of, oh, how is this run is going to go? What is going to be my luck there? Am I going to get some things that really open up my gameplay experience with power-ups and things like that. But there's always then the downside of this is a waste of time if things don't work out. Yeah. I gain like, nothing besides the experience of playing the run. I didn't get anything out of this run. But not this game. Not this because game. Because if game you die, was... you take everything with you. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like this was so perfectly the best of both worlds where nothing was a waste of time. You went into these procedurally generated dungeons, you got some power-ups, they were random each time, there were these random events of these, you know, random side quests you can get to, sometimes they spawn, sometimes they don't, which kind of incentivized you to keep going back in, but any time, whether it was successful or not, you, you got, got gold, something. you got experience points, and I thought, and you kind of mentioned it earlier, Dave, as we kind of segue to, like, the different family members, they were just so smart about how to incentivize you to try different characters to not play the same person back to back to back because getting upgrades for one would then benefit the others, but then their play styles are so different. Mm -hmm. And if you know, you're avoiding exhaustion by using the same ones. Like I thought all the systems I could just see how they lock in and it just made for a uh, gameplay experience. I thought, which was just crisp. Yeah. If I may put it, it's actually funny. Did you, I think, did you attack with a button or did you just use the right stick? Oh, I have I have thoughts. I have you got thoughts. A right stick, baby. Right stick. Right I stick also, all the way. I also I so first of all, my funny thought before I move on from the roguelike thing was that I did not realize you didn't lose everything. Oh. And I oh. wound up just no, but when I figured it out, I was like, look at all this cash. So I got like a ton of upgrades at once. Well, yeah, that's probably why it took you so long to beat the first world. You are correct. <laughs> that is exactly why it took me so long. But on the controls thing, oh my god. So I moved my, everything was twin stick for me, but I wanted my dodge on shoulder buttons. And mm. then I put my runes up there. It was like, mm. it, it got dicey. I think I need to go back to default, honestly. Dicey. The, def the well, default's you guys both, fine. You guys, but also speaking of defaults, you guys both played on hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Weirdos. That's part of the reason that I Weird. also got. Well, I, I, didn't, I stacked the chips against myself. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I, I didn't give myself a fair. Well, that's shot. how you always do it, though. You always like no. bashing. Yeah, but no. Usually, I hate to say this. Sometimes I don't prioritize the game. We have to play enough, and then this I miss true. out. But this time I played it a lot, and I just had a I didn't have a good time because I sucked at it. <laughs> well, I'm telling so. you, John is. In my opinion, John is the hardest, if not. Yeah, is one yeah. of the hardest, so, if not the hardest, to play as. I'm I'm at that. I just hit that revelation myself because I'm investing in Linda. Oh and my I'm gosh, like, oh she's so she's one of the easiest characters. The two so there, are, there are two range characters, Linda and Lucy. Yeah, why don't why don't we get into them? So we yeah. have John, who's basically think he's sword and shield, um, yeah. kind of stronger, pretty good defense. Um, Linda, who is now this ranged arrow character, quick. Mark, mm -hmm. who's like a ninja, who is all about he's momentum a, he's and like, close he's a combat. Yeah. He's a monk. Uh, Kevin, who's like a thief, he's speed, he's got daggers, he's about backstabs. 
Uh, Lucy, who is a ranged character also, but now she's more magic. She has yeah, things she, like she's she got a weak fireballs. defense. Yeah. And Joey, who's like super strength. He yeah, he's, hits he's heavy, got, take a lot of damage. He's got a lot of cleave damage, and he'll do put it down a lot of damage, but he will also take a lot of damage. He's He has little to no like defensive capability. And he's he, like a tank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Except without the defense. Without the defense. Yeah, well, but, but like, like his he, HP he gets, pool, he's so got bad. like some of the like, um, he if when he takes damage he does extra damage type of stuff. So he's like yeah. high risk high reward type gameplay. So it's it's cool how they unlock the characters in this game too. So Dave, you you said earlier that this game is like super story driven, and mm-hmm. um, since my progress was what it was, I still managed to get some of the characters and some of the story events it's not exactly based on how far you get mm. it's more so based on how many times you go Attempts. into a dungeon which i thought was super clever with how they do it yeah. because it really is setting you up you should be running dungeons over and over again to kind of to mm. boost stats up to do things you know to find uh ends to side quests and when you then get back to the house, so it's kind of like you're in your home, you go into like the dungeon where it is and you kind of run through there. But when you get back, you're always treated to like an event. And it seems like there's just like a set amount because if you do run the same like area enough times, you do run out of things, but it is so much that I was just always impressed. Like, Oh, something else is happening. Oh, there's is another interaction. We're still progressing Um, the story, even though I haven't progressed in the game. That's impressive. Exactly. Which I think is cool. Uh, But before we get that stuff, Dave, I want to kind of, well, who were your? You said Linda was pretty easy. Who were your, like your go-to's? Who were your? Well, I felt like if I if I just wanted to win, I could just play as Lucy. I just felt like she was just so easy to play as. Mm. She was the fire one. She right? has she like she shoots fireballs, but like she has she was... um, like I invested a lot in like crit damage and stuff like that, and like Cause she it just so it just yeah. turns out where if you if you have higher crit rate, you know all the people who attack faster that benefits. Right, exactly. because you have more rolls of the dice to crit. Much like Tifa in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> please continue. But anyway, Casual. I was just saying. But Lucy's, <laughs> she's just, she's just easy to easy to play as, easy to win as. And who'd you want to play as? Who did I want to play as? Well, when I got to like real close, to, like far deep in the game, like Joey became a lot more fun to play as. But he's probably. Because of his high risk, high reward style of playing, it's like he can be very easy to lose as early, mm, you know. But you when you get to like overpowered levels, he was like really fun to play. Just like uh, swinging that that giant hammer. And I felt like Linda was fun to play as. She was just like a, a good balance of like it's not too easy, but it's still you know. Yeah, because once you kind of lose that range, mm. and I was kind of actually very similar, like my top three were Linda and Lucy because of the, the kind yeah, of just the range we, thing. We, we all know you love your namesake because Mark always loves the people who punch. That's right. Interesting. Mark was the best, un- objectively, the best character. <laughs> I think we all could agree with that. I just loved how it was just all like with momentum with him. So it's like, yeah. you know, you're kind of weak, but then once you're, you're punching and you, you're going through once mob you're punching. by mob, once you're punching, <laughs> he gets this thing where the more damage he's dealing at, it builds up his defense. Yeah. And, you know, he had a whip move, so it brings everyone in and kind of stuns them. And then you mm-hmm. were just clobbering. I just, it felt right <laughs> playing as him. So he was always kind of my, my go-to. It's like, oh, this is the first time I'm going into a board. I'm going to use Mark and see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of went with Linda and Lucy. If it's like, I'm having a lot of trouble with this board and I need to cheese it, this is what I'm going to do. Kevin, I thought, 
I didn't like him at first, but once I started building him up and he got a lot of speed to, to be able to kind of the yeah. zoop around, um, I started enjoying him more. I think John in the Ultimate was the one I, I didn't like as I much think... because he goes against my play style of attack, 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 where he's like shield bash. Wait. Yeah, you have to defense. Because Mark like didn't understand you could like attack with your shield out. I just thought he'd shield it. <laughs> yeah. This has two different types of primary attack. Like if if you're attacking regular, you have the swipe. But if you hold your shield and attack, you have like a stab move. That's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what John's got. Is that something that Mark has? Or no, Mark's Mark's thing is that he has um, he's like Doomfist, where as he attacks people, he gains like overshield. Mm-hmm. Okay, basically. Which is so like, it's just yeah. like once you just get it's like a, you're all a, a boulder rolling down a hill. See, I just, I, when I was playing, that's the, the other reason I was playing as John so much is because I assumed he was like the de facto character. Well, like, and what's interesting because you start with him, he's immediately so much higher level than. But when you start getting characters, and it's like, oh, but they're so much lower than he is. So why yeah, would they I le- use? They level up so fast. They level up so fast once you start getting to the further boards, like. Once you get a character, and you especially if you're once you're on the second world, it's like you basically run through a board with them. You're gonna get like five, six you're, levels. Yeah, you're gonna almost yeah. catch up to where they were. And I think just like their base stats, as you get gold and you can cash them in back at the house with the uncle and then with the the grandmother for power ups. Mm-hmm. The two like books. Once it, because that applies to everybody, it really yep. does kind of make you feel like it doesn't matter who, even what level there are. I'm gonna get something with this right. character. The the levels to me felt a little superfluous next to all of the upgrades. Yeah, the upgrades they did are span the characters more important yeah. to getting strong than the um, yeah. than the actual level of the character. The level character that's all like was for their bonuses and and like um, and abilities. And and they share like some moves with you with other yes. with the group, right? Yeah. And I thought that was probably the smartest thing in the whole game. Is that like mm-hmm. the game sort of dictated to you like okay, you're really playing as John a lot. You're gonna have a lot of John's elements. When you play as Linda, and, so and well, so yeah, forth. and that's what's cool. It's like so then, like certain abilities will then cross over once you got them to certain levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also want to touch around like the other roguelike elements of it. So the the dungeons are randomized, but w- what I really appreciated was, you know, especially for games that you know other roguelike games we've played where it is that everything is to roll the dice. I really did appreciate that pretty much every board there were certain things you knew you were always going to get one positive power up in those gold doors. Mm-hmm. It's like you knew you were at least going to get one. With yep. every bo- every floor that you got to, um, and right. then they had those like little mini game things like with the pong and do the pattern with like getting the that four tablets right. The yeah, god of it, game, and it was always really it felt like. And then there was like the horde. I mode just one. hated there was that just... lady or the tiger for the bird scene because I was gonna get it wrong most of the time. It's so weird. It's just like pick one out of three. <laughs> which one? But then there's the other one that's like memory, which I thought was fun and slightly annoying. Is that every time oh, yeah. it, it would make you press on plates? Yeah. And you know you'd have to do it in the correct order, and if you messed it up, they would send enemies at you. And, and you forget what again. you did because you yeah took you yeah while to <laughs> too busy doing that. Um, but I think no, I just thought it was a way to again keep all those boards fresh. And mm-hmm. the only one thing I would say gameplay wise. Lastly, it's like you guys played a hard mode, so I, you know, I watched Dave a little bit play on like the the final world, and it's like, oh, this, he, you know, the, he's kind of slogging through it. Once I kind of had all the characters, that I wanted to kind of pursue some side quests, I wanted to kind of get to the bottom of it. And like one in particular, I forget what it was. It was something with um the wine. It was the wine, yes. Because that you. one takes a long time. There's it like took a long you have time. to get like a lot of pickups. 
yeah to, to get so all that stuff that i remember it actually too because there was there was a bug trophy in this and it was one of those events i was like is this bugged like am i doing it wrong but no it just it just took forever but um it got to the point where i was so overpowered with all my characters by the time i really started diving into the third world and the, the final kind of encounter i was so overpowered like it was almost like just too easy it was just like yeah I just run through it. Like, literally, I could not be killed. You could have changed difficulty right there. Well, see, that's the thing, too. It, it's like, oh, you know, am I not having fun now because it's so easy? It's like, nah, I'm still enjoying it. Like, I still like, you know, building it, all these things satisfying. up. It's very satisfying. It is. In general, it's very satisfying because of the art style and the music and the noises and the powers you have. Yeah. So I and, could see how it stays fun, even if it's easy. And, let, and I, let's take that to, like, you know, the story of this. The, the You know, there are all these characters, the way they're portrayed. Um, so it is this family and basically, I guess the way it friends, it's this kind of ancient evil in this mountain has been awoken and your family being like, almost like at the crest of this mountain is now kind of taken upon themselves to save their world, to defeat well, this ancient it's evil. It's like they've been prote- the protectors of the realm for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's not like just because of their... where they live. It's like, it's like their birthright almost. Right. It's like they, they're the children of Morta. They're the ones who are meant to, to kind of to figure this thing out that's why and, they live there and i think there's the whole you know it is all about the family and their relationship with each other and i just thought especially when you really think about it the characters don't really talk you know there is this narrator who's kind of they talk to each other but like you don't and there'll be a narrator who's kind of saying what they're saying yeah. but you don't that's get these the like voice cut actor is the narrator yeah i thought it was just so well done how once you go to the runs and you're gaining, you're forming relationships with these family members by playing them. Mm-hmm. But then it's so interesting to them when you got back to the house and just see them, these little cutscenes of their interactions with the other members of the family. Mm-hmm. Like it was just constant reminder of their relationships with each other. And there's just little things mm-hmm. that I wrote down, like um, how the mom will like sometimes do the daughter's hair and you can just see that they're talking. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where like, you know, before the baby's born, John's like has a, his head on her stomach. Um, the Kevin kind of missing Mark before he kind of arrives. And then like the competition that kind of brings up between Joey and Mark when Joey arrives, like I just thought it was so, and it was so well done just because again, they're not long cutscenes. They're like, you know, a mm-hmm. couple seconds. And they also happen while you're doing things in the menus too. Yeah. And like it's they're just, all very chill. They and all felt face. a chill and not in your face, but they were omnipresent and it just felt alive. It's like, this is really a family. This, this was yeah. cool. And that was the biggest thing I think I really, I think, took this game. In my eyes, like, it's a fun game. But I also, like, legitimately cared about all these characters, which you know, is impressive, I think, for a game like this. You know what it reminded me of? It tickled, I felt like it tickled the same exact itch as is um, is Dynasty Warriors. Hmm. Interesting. Just like, I can't Because, like, you that. know, you just, there are all these different heroes. You could play the same boards but you're playing with different styles because they're different weapons and they're different attack speeds, you know, it just, right. it, it tickled the same itch. Yeah. And it's just like that you, you almost kind of build a lore around these characters that mm-hmm. is kind of present, but then you kind of fill in the gaps. Um, so Dan, you didn't really get that far, but though, but then were you kind of feeling the same way about like, yeah, absolutely. House? I mean, the house is really interesting. It's something like you could see this house in like nice a house. Disney film. <laughs> it's very like, it's, it's, it's got its own story. You could tell, and like you said, the narrator really flushes things out for you, but the characters totally give off their own story. And sometimes you'll even run into certain NPCs, you know, like the grandmother mm. in the uh, in some you know levels. You'll see her staring at, I think, that wall 
trying to find Mark or something. I don't know. She she keeps showing up in my in my world in the game. Enjoy like her while you can. Should we should yeah. we tell Dan like what happens story wise, or should we um, let him figure it find out on his own? I would say I can let it. Like, well, what, what, what should Dan's we do with gonna, the rest Dan's of the time? Dan's not going to finish this game. We got to move forward. He's got to play Final Fantasy Seven. I guess we. Could. I mean, for the purposes of the pod, I have to hear about it, right? I guess that's true. Like, I, I really thought, like, spoilers. The, the grandmother ends up dying, and ah, the mom. She sacrificed after, herself to save to save the family. Yeah, and the and mom also, ends up kind of. Oh, what were you gonna say? You're gonna say, but like, but the the main villain here is like is one of the gods of the world, but he like rages war against the this family, demanding. A child sacrifice every what is it, one hundred years or every yeah. millennial? I think it was hundred. Every hundred, every so every century, he comes back and he demands, ch- like the the next born Bergson. You know, wow. and he's and he's doing this all because he had uh, a child with another god, who, um, and he felt like he felt jealousy towards that that goddess's love of their child, and so he mm. rages against the world with this corruption and the Bergsons once every hundred, like this is how he pays back his jealousy, which I think is such a, like an interesting foil to like the family. Like this God is some great God stuff. right there. Yeah. And it's not a a common story. You would kind of see a lot of this idea of jealousy of a child, like breaking a love, you know, relationship apart. But again, like that idea of the keys, like the anti-family where they're all about family. They're all about love for each other as opposed Mm -hmm. to, jealousy for that like it just it felt it was what, what was that game what was i thinking about i forgot just like it's one of those games that feels like this is better than it needs to be in terms of really like creating a narrative story like a lot of like games try to create their world and lore and it's like serviceable to the gameplay but this one was actually like oh this is smart i'm yeah. glad you did this that's a horizon was like that i remember horizon is just like a Oh, it's a fun open world with cool dino monsters. But I was actually surprised. Like, oh, this world is actually really interesting. These characters are actually very cool. And that's what kind of pushed it up the level in my head. This game just felt the same way. It's like, this is just better than it needed to be. Um, and I don't big... See, I don't like that. What? I want... Better, better than it needed yeah, to be. Yeah, I don't be. like that statement. Better oh, than really? It you to expect be. little of it. You like, expect it too little. I don't, I don't expect games to waste my time. No, but yeah. see, I don't. I don't know. Maybe that I came off harsh, harsher than no, I, I needed think, to. Like I, I think, like, like that's like you take like a game like Nuclear Throne, which is just about gameplay and has no story, and that's why it's not special to me. Yeah, but and that's see, why the, I don't continue to play. Yeah, and that's like it's like what is the the drive? Like this was a game that I felt like, oh, I need to see the story to the end mm-hmm. because I, need I wanted to, to see because they know like um. After the grandmother sacrifices herself and you're left with her journal, you, John f- reads through it and finds out that she knows that the way to save them from the corruption is to give up the baby. To, to, the, the, baby. to, the, to the god. You know? And when... And, like, when the time comes, John and the family decide not to. You know? And then it's they just, like, in you guys against, the name the against this god to... <laughs> to defeat him no matter what because you're not going to give up the the baby and you watch like the wells dry up and like you're worried about where food's going to come from and stuff like that house still stays pretty nice though yeah <laughs> but um just going back to that thing though it's, it's like 
you know, ideally at the end of the day, like I want the game, a game to be an enjoyable, enjoyable experience. And I think if the story wasn't that great in this game, like it would be, and it's still an enjoyable experience. It was fun to play. But yeah, but I, I think, don't know if I would have felt the pressure to to beat it. Like, yeah. Without, if at some level of frustration or some level of boredom, I would have dropped the game. Yeah, and like to compare it to um like Dead Cells, like Dead Cells was like really fun to play there's, as a roguelike. But there's no. There's but no the story, like, yeah. the, the the enjoyment of the game comes solely from the gameplay. And once you get the mm-hmm. loop, and you kind of say, okay, I'm gonna have to go through this loop a lot of times to get to the new parts of the loop. Like, it was like, all right, I kind of got what I needed out of this. Where with this, because there was a story I was invested in, not that Dead Cells is not a good game. It is a good game. But to kind of get to, to kind of start wrapping all this stuff up, like, I thought Children of Mortal was a great game because it did have a really satisfying loop that always felt rewarding of the time that you put into it. But it was able to still create, it was able in kind of tandem to create a narrative about why you're going through this loop, about these characters that you were using that I thought was just really, really good. That a lot of that's not like oh it doesn't have to be that but i a lot of games of this kind of level i would say in terms of production values yeah. and things like that aren't able to achieve the heights that this game is able to do so right. i was just and I, really that's what i took that. away from what you said too it's it's not that we expect less of indie it's that we give them more of a pass when it comes to things like a story that's mm. gonna hit you as hard as maybe the last of us did because mm. you know there's like cinematic level writers working on the last of us and not that the skills aren't there for indie but you just you don't know what to expect it's a little more wild yeah, west and it's just even like the time because like you know going back to like when we were talking about red dead it's like i do think there is a value to if you're going to make a, a player care about a character one of the biggest things you need to do besides just having interesting things happen but it's also the called the time aspect it's you feel attached to things over time and the yeah. fact that this is a fairly compared to games like AAA games this is not a super long game you could finish the story Probably at about 10 hours if you're not trying to grind super much. But or it's playing like a piece of garbage. Or playing no, like I a mean, piece of garbage. I think like it took people. me, I don't know. It felt a little longer. Than, I don't know. I felt like I put a lot of time into it to beat it. I probably, uh, well, yeah, because, uh, but if, uh, I don't know, like if I take the grinding out of it that I don't think was necessary, it was probably like 10 to 15. I think at the end of the day, I probably, I definitely spent longer on it too. But just even that idea, it's like 10 to 15 hours to really kind of, and especially outside of the gameplay elements of those little cutscenes, like there is a skill with being able to convey characterization and create connection in that short of a little windows. And mm-hmm. that, that's what I think is just super impressive. Like that, yeah. They great. really, they really filled in the blanks with subtle brushstrokes of story. Like you said, with those moments in the house and, mm-hmm. and then the cinematics that of course, like fleshed out Kevin, is that the kid with the daggers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like I already have a good relationship with him. I haven't even played as him yet, mm-hmm. and he showed up in one of my runs, and th- there's just like things like that to me. See again, now, and Dan, you're, pol- if you did keep playing, you're in a prime spot because they just ha- dropped this free DLC that adds like yeah. 80 new interactions. It's like ah, oh, great. Man. I'm gonna actually make sure. I think it's on the Switch too. I have the game on the Switch. Yeah, so I don't probably. know if the DLC is out yet, but um, I'm still waiting for that Moonlander DLC. But that's a whole different game. Oh, it's a whole different. Um, but let's get to... I, I kind of said my final words. Let's go with final thoughts on this game. I mean, I guess I'll start. Uh, I love it. I do, honestly. I am surprised nobody brought up Diablo, but it was on my mind the whole time. Mm. Oh, I guess it's just the, not the random... Uh, it plays yeah, similar, but not like the random gear that you're like... Well, there's... I guess there's that, that whole... there. Like, Let's say you did throw the story out. The gameplay's still pretty good. Mm. And there was also that combo 
system that comes up if you start doing really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like 20 kills, 30 kills. I'm like, whoa. So there was a lot of Diablo in this game. So if you like Diablo, you might actually like this a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it I had controls a lot like Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just looking for gameplay. But, yeah. And the story's good. Story's well, anyway, good. whatever. That's, I was just surprised that nobody brought that up before. Boom. And f- final words, Dave. I think it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was one of the first before I decided to really get back into like um, Red Dead. It was like one of the first games in a while that I felt like didn't make me like say, oh, I really wish I was just playing Overwatch. You know, mm-hmm. that's the litmus for you. Yeah, litmus for me is always the litmus. Would I rather be playing Overwatch? Uh-huh. But, but right now we're Platinum Brothers. <laughs> you did it. Woo. Um. But and we all love the game pretty equally. I we think. all. I think this is a very strong start to season like seventeen or whatever we're at right now. Yeah. <laughs> season we're in the hundreds Seven, now. Seventeen, yeah. I think it's season seventeen of this of a six group. So good start. We'll see how the rest Great. of the season plays out, and we also have to see how the trivial taster here plays out. I was gonna say, you know, what else is a good start? Is the start of season seventeen? Maker. fresh scoreboard, Mark. Am I right or we what? We are right. We are all tied up at zeros. Anyone's silver monkey still up to grab? Someone will take a step forward tonight. Not well, Dan. As you guys know, I always make the best tastemakers. Oh God. Um, I'm actually in the Guinness World Record book of world records. <laughs> Got it. Where um, it. the tastemaker. Yeah, I'm right there. Nailed On the top, the Dan does it. Uh, so tonight's tastemaker, I named it in a rush, road. but I did come up with this. It's called Descriptive Caricatures. Um, okay. What I've done, the goal of this tastemaker will be to guess or figure out which character I'm speaking about. I'm going to give you three d- descriptive sentences that describe them. One, the, as it goes, they're more descriptive. So I start with like not really a great description and then it goes on. So it's to like be, the one that Dave does that time where it's like yeah, five things. That's correct. And to that point, you get more <laughs> points based on how quickly, how, which, which level you decide to try to guess on. And if you're correct, yes. now, if you, you guess and you're points. wrong, do you, you have, if you guess and you're wrong, I'm going to go ahead and say you, you can only guess the next level. Okay. You, you got like one guess per level. Yeah. One guess per level. But if you guess and first, does the other person, so the other person can guess on that level or they can pass? Um, yeah, they can guess in that level too. Okay. They, they can also pass if they want to, like you can, you can, you don't really lose anything from guessing. I guess. I guess. That's fine. I like the freedom. Yeah. But you you only gain stand to gain more if you See, guess it. I like first. I like to punish you when you, <laughs> yeah. you guess wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, you but you do have to remember that the first person who guesses, you have to be kinda sure because then the next person knows That's it's right. could maybe lock either it that or not. So you are you are risking that. I will go mm-hmm. as a buzz sound for me, I'm gonna go water. Okay. <laughs> Dave? I'll I'll say Dan. Don't say don't Dan. say children. Okay, <laughs> Good save there. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna start. Wait, how many characters are we doing? Oh, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. But tons of points on the on the this on the table, here, guys. Is someone oh, yeah. tracking points? I got it. Mark. I'm also, I'm also gonna do it. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, do that because my math skills are wonderful. Um all right. I got you guys set up. I'm going to give you the first guest, first character. And just so you know, these aren't any like deep cuts. I'm not talking about like the name of the character. Yeah. yeah. They all have names. They all are named characters. Okay. Okay. What if we can't, what if we don't know their name? 
but we get to tell you who we think it is. If you could describe the character and the game they're in and the role they play in it, then I'll give it to you. Okay. But like, that's, that's all I need I, to I'm know. That's fine. Dartboard. I'm looking at this list. I'm not thinking that's going to happen. Okay. 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 So the first character's first guess is always watching, never breathing. That's like a riddle. Always oh, yeah. watching, never breathing. I'm intrigued. <laughs> right? I, I tried some. I tried. <laughs> You guys both want me to go on to the next one. Yeah, I go will. ahead. You yeah, I, I got nothing. Okay, so that's. I have a okay. thought, but I, uh, I'll save it. All right. Well, remember this can be a speed game if you have a thought. I guess so that's true. Here's the second guess. You guys are now battling for two points. Never underestimate a potato. Oh no! Glad I didn't guess. <laughs> potato. Yeah. Um. What was that first thing again? Always uh, watching, not breathing. Always watching, never breathing, never underestimate. Uh, Alberta. Is it okay. the? I guess it would it be the the big hay potato haystack thing in Plants vs Zombies? It's just gonna stand in it, there. It is not. Right. Um, <laughs> is it Glados? It is Glados. Oh, the potato. Yeah. Uh, Two points for Dave. Good, good call, Dave. So yeah, that. I get, so I get four points. No, no, I it's three, two, one. Yeah, three, two, one. Okay, I got three. I got two points then. He gets two. Yeah, okay, two points. I thought he said he, there were five hints, but there's only three hints. Yeah, three hints. You okay. had the five. Sorry. Right? Okay. Um, the last hint for that was lots of testing, no passing. Yeah, yeah that would have that would have been a good one. All right, I'm intrigued, right, Dad. I like this so far. All right. All right. Cool. Next one. I like this next one a lot too. So here is the most powerful guess. Worst. Wor- I'm sorry. Most powerful hint, but also the worst hint. Dad to many. Giggity. Mark, that's the second time you said giggity tonight. <laughs> I don't think saying. I could allow any more. Uh, dad to many. You're, you're on giggity dad. watch. <laughs> you are on giggity <laughs> watch. All right. I mean, there's a lot Anything? of lot of dads. Dads to he's a dad to many. Not uh, lots of dads. Lots of children. Lots of children. Right. Uh, that's know, not what that means. Dads in the gaming space. <laughs> anyway. So all right, dad to many. No no takers. Yes. Okay. Great taste in cigars. Oh. Tasting cigars, smoking cigars. Um, Uh-oh. um, can I? <laughs> yeah, just wait, no, wait, wait. Are you gonna buzz wait, in or what? I know what it is, but so if just, okay, if Mark can, is gonna get it off me, shouldn't I let him guess first? I mean, that, that's up that's, to you if you want to risk playing, not the you're point. You're playing 4D chess here. All right, is, all right, yeah, uh, it's, it's, we're, we're talking, we're talking about Big Boss, yes. Oh, cause it's Mark, not like you, okay, I got it. But yeah. you know, but what I'm saying is, Mark didn't know, and now he's gonna say, "Oh, it's Big Boss." I'm locking that in. He gets free two points. Why would? But you were right. Well, that means he would have got it. <laughs> if you were wrong, I wouldn't have got it. I mean, anyway. Yeah, that's that's when you take the that's the, you take a guess. You're also taking a risk because then you're giving the other person a chance. Yeah, but to, he, you knew it. I don't know what the. I, I'm failing I'm, to see what the problem is, except that I'm I, losing I my four points. Okay. So I'm up f- I'm up four nothing or Mark has two points. How would I no, have two you, points? <laughs> no, no, you you Mark hasn't I've got nothing. I got nothing. Well, here, right. Mark already opted to pass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you don't correct you don't get points unless you correctly guess the character. Okay. You just the earlier you guess, the more points you get. I, I'm I, okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure it's all Is it all late? Is it getting late already? Right. This is this is going exactly as I hoped. Um, Next one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who needs pants? Who needs pants? Who, who needs pants? Who needs pants? Who needs pants? I don't wear any pants, this character. 
No pants that character. Could be, that could be the thing. Who needs pants? Do they discard the pants. Are they pants? Because they're trying what to give out pants? the pants. Who needs pants? Who needs, I got them. Who em. needs pants? All right. Any, any takers on this really? Nope. I understand that the first guess is pretty hard. Uh, so I'm Winnie the, the Pooh. Point. <laughs> All right, no. Dave, Mark, do you want to counter no, guess? I'm not counter Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> right. I mean, you could take a shot in the dark with this one. Again, there's nothing to lose. I'm feeling uh, uh, Diddy Kong. Nope. Right. That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Once, once the villain turned hero. Once the villain turned hero. So they were a bad guy. They became a good guy, and they don't wear pants, or they give out pants. <laughs> <laughs> Still a possibility. It's a pants yeah, salesman. Just like the way pants I just salesman. Like Who needs pants? Anyone need pants? Anyone need pants? I used to sell evil pants, but now <laughs> I sell good pants. Good, a bad, the, bad. Now these pants are tight in all the right spots. Uh, I'll, I'll, well. Go ahead, take. Remember, your guess is also a risk, but take. I it. mean, it's it's not right though. All right, uh, well, I'll take you know? Bowser. No. That, um, Shadow the Hedgehog. No, sir. He doesn't wear pants. He doesn't I didn't, wear pants. I didn't, think, it, I didn't pants. think it was right, but you know. All right. Isn't it strange? No pants. Tons of shoes on those characters. Well, they got to run all the time. Anyway. I think the uh, the alligator has pants on. No, he doesn't either. No. All right. Okay. Here's the last last guess. One point for this one, but you know. I'll take it. The shadow A ever barrel good? Of, ah. He is. He's good now. Yeah. A barrel of laughs is the last guess. Barrel? So the full set is who needs pants once the villain turned hero? A, A barrel, barrel of laughs. A barrel. Got something to do with a barrel. Oh, um. Remember to beep in if you feel like you got it yeah, and you want to. Yeah, but uh, I can't. I like. I have a vague image in my head, but I have no. Okay. I have no understanding of the context of it. All right. Well, I mean, is it Donkey guess Kong? Guess. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's Donkey Kong, not Diddy Kong. Donkey Kong. He was the villain. He used to see kidnapped. Could we? Uh, could we? Oh, I guess so. You're right. No, it's a totally different character. <laughs> Diddy Kong was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, Diddy Kong was pretty close. Well, That's why when you said it, I thought Dave was going to counter with Donkey this Kong. This is disastrous, but, but let's continue. It's going fine. Hey, uh, you can have some strong rounds. We got three more characters. I got to start here. picking up the pace here. Okay. Now, remember, you guys know these characters. I'm just, I, I didn't I, pick any, I just need that to be understood. I don't mm. know. I just feel like sometimes I say things that are mm. weird and I get it. So I'm trying to be better. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Um, okay. First guess. Born a nobleman. Born a nobleman. Could be a lot of people. A lot of people it's born. Just born nope. over here. Just look at this. Just born. <laughs> just born a nobleman. Born a nobleman. I know. Bad, but. I mean, that's the point. It's going to be. It is. It's, it's, if you get this, it's powerful. A it's a powerful point here. Three points. I got nothing. You don't want to try nothing? You don't want to take a, take a shot in the dark? I can't even think of someone who's noble. <laughs> Born a nobleman. A noble man. I just can't. I just, again, both of you, I cannot stress enough that these are not deep cuts. That's all I'm saying. Born uh, I a can't nobleman. even think of everybody with a crown on their head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, who's the I mean, king? Yeah, because that's the only thing. That's the only way you could be born a nobleman. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I'm moving Pass. on. I'm moving on. Because you guys. Okay. Took on a life of great heritage. Heritage. Born a nobleman, took on a life of great heritage. 
I don't know here. Wow, yeah, the silence. I, yeah. Thought, the, I thought we Took lost the internet the connection. All right. Is, I got nothing. This last one is, I think, the dead giveaway. Says, Buongiorno with stabby wrists. Oh, b- uh, Morta. Is it Ezio uh, da Torre? It is. Ezio da Torre. Is he really a nobleman? Ezio. Mark, you're on the board. Yeah. He was He was born a nobleman. And he then at age 17, he realized that his family had some Like snapping in haystacks would have been better. But mm-hmm. anyway. Well, that's <laughs> like, you know. di Forenzi? Yeah. I was going to say like a more gener- generic Assassin's Creed. He one was I'm born into Italian nobility. I don't remember that at all. Heritage. I think that was like the only thing I remember from Assassin's Creed 2. And uh, <laughs> you like, got to find the birds. Anyway. He starts off as rich and then he's a little right, less rich. Four. I got two more. All right. Let's go. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Long tongue, strong arm. Long tongue, strong arm. Frog. Yep. <laughs> Son of a... Dan, I say frog. You say frog. He's I got say, it. Nope. He got it. Uh, and say what? What a, I said, what yep. a one-sided <laughs> affair. And I, I was thinking of us. Isn't there like a Pokemon with a big tongue? Like a tongue, but he does have a strong and you arms. Wouldn't, you wouldn't do me dirty Dude. like that. Dude, you, you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted you guys right, to know. You got this. it. Dave got this one fair and square. Can, can I share with we'll you do the my la- other? Let's just do the last one as a giggle. Can I share with you my other hints for Frog? Sure. I tried really hard. This <laughs> isn't even his final form. It's true. And an oath to keep, thou shalt see. <laughs> Sorry. Was, that's the user. Okay. Um, all right, last Slurk one. Obviously, no. obviously, Dave has Yeah, bag, I know, but, I know. But Mark can get some nobility points. I don't think that's true, that but I, I like that. Anyway. All right. I love this one. A pair of long-eared friends. A pair of long-eared friends. Some sort of rabbit mm-hmm. creature. Two, more than one of them. I can, I'm this, long- a pair of long-eared friends. This is the but it's hint. one character? No, it's not. A pair of long-eared <laughs> friends. A can't be one character. He's saying... <laughs> He's saying <laughs> Mark's like, he's pluralizing Mark's like, it's them. Impossible. It's impossible. It's <laughs> impossible to have many years. It'd be a bad. I'm seeing like this. All right, next one. numbers Nothing. thing. All right, all right. No need for guns until round two. No guns round. Oh, they have guns though, and they're long-eared. But they, they, take, the they don't whip out their guns until round two. Round two. Fight. <laughs> Why are there rounds? Is it a fighting game? It must be a fighting game. Or is no, it doesn't have to be. Is it? I mean, maybe. Maybe it's like uh, they're a boss character, and once you beat mm-hmm. their first form, yeah. they forget the gun. Next one, then. No guesses? Last one. Yeah, no, yeah nothing. Right. One in their true form, the other transformed. One in their true form, the other transformed. The full set of hence is a pair of long-eared friends. No need for guns until round two. One in their true form, the other transformed. I have zero idea. Zilch. Right. No Not idea what you're talking about. Do you guys want to take... I'll, I'll tell you it's two characters that are always together. Give me a game. Yeah. Ice climbers. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? I was like, Moss Immune? A... <laughs> going no. back to Chrono Trigger? No. no, no, no. Yeah, I didn't I think so. so. Um, All right. It's Jack and Daxter. Oh, shit. My uh, wedge. <laughs> it's Jack and Daxter. Long-eared friends, guns. Oh, in the second game. In the second yeah, game, they have in the guns. second game, they get guns. One in their true form, one transform. Yeah. This is all. Does Daxter have long ears? He does. They're long. They're, short. they're longer. 
He's got like he doesn't strike. He, he's not the first. He, I would think of him more as a long body than a long. You know what it is? Like really two characters with long ears. I was imagining two of the same type of character in my head. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Fair like enough. that's just. I understand. Well, this turned into the same type of trace maker. Dave wins. Congratulations, Dave. Mark it. Dave won. Final score eight to one. Woo! Mark did get on the board. I got on the Mark, board. I think you, your uh, claim to fame was Ezio. Ezio Atari will always be BFFs. I'm kind of well, tempted look, to go play Odyssey now for some reason. Now that the new well, you should just now. wait for Valhalla. I don't know right? if I want Valhalla. I kind of want Odyssey. But anyway, guys, you can be an assassin in any place. You can not, be a Valhalla not the assassin. You could be a pirate assassin. But what you are, you be a pizza assassin. is you are an assassin of our of our hearts. I'm because you listen. I, to I'm glad like, they're going oh, backwards <laughs> in terms of weapons. Like I felt like. Each Assassin's Creed got worse the more industrial. Oh, see, I want. Got. I would like to play that industrial one. I don't know. See, I thought the second game was going to be now. I thought Assassin's Creed 1, way back. Assassin's Creed 2, you're playing as Desmond now yeah. and you have to stop. I, I, I don't even know what they like, did with that story. That storyline got like well, convoluted. I mean, they just forget about the fact that they're... Uh, whatever. VR. It's just It's one of those things where it's like there's only so many games you can play and it's like... Assassin's Creed is a series I'll just drop. I'm just like, hey, I, I don't have the time. Just can't do it. I mean, I think that's how Ubisoft felt for a while as well. But anyway, Lister, you had the time <laughs> because you listened to the entire Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As Dave boots up the machine and gets it ready, just a reminder again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us some, some reviews, some, some subscribes, some comments. If you enjoyed us, leave us a voicemail on Anchor. We'll play it on air and give answer your question or just uh, respond to your comment, even if it's me. We'll try to defend ourselves. I have the results. Oh, the machine! The machine ran. The results are in. It's <gasps> it's it's Watam. 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 Oh my God, Dan! You're the only one who hasn't played this game yet, haven't you? That's true. And there's like a co-op and like no, it's it's a good co-op and I'm excited. Apparently, are you gonna play with there's, Andy? There's, there's, I watched Dave play a little of this game. I felt like I went a little crazy in that short amount of time, so I can only imagine how it feels to play I fully. think, listener, you tune in next time, you're going to be treated to some some conversation about some stuff. Hey, do some yourself a favor. Make sure if you play this you... game, you turn the volume way down. Way Listener, down. play this game. Play it before you get to this next episode. By the time we speak next in one month or two weeks... You will uh, time period play this game, but during that time period, you want to connect with us. Dino underscore machines. I'm at Macrocrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate, and I'm at Dano Mac. And I'm wagging my finger at you to play the next game. Play Wadham. It's doing it's, it. It's a game. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.